good news for Teens Podcast. My name is Cameron Cole, and uh, here we are again, and I'm just uh, hoping here in the next five minutes that uh, we might say something about the Word of God that'll encourage you and, and that'll give you greater peace, hope, and joy as you approach your day. Uh, we have been going through Psalm 103. Uh, this the, There are about 20 different podcast episodes that are following this psalm, and I think um, it probably would be a good idea for us to reread the psalm uh, through verse 9, where we're going to be today. Um, remembering that the point of this psalm is it's a call to... Um, a call to worship the Lord um, based on remembering the benefits that he, have, he has given us in salvation and relationship with God. And so, uh, so I'll start from the beginning. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our iniquity, who heals all our diseases, who heals all your, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. Now, today, the text we're going to focus on is verse 9. And again, we're going, this is a list of all the benefits of being in relationship with Christ and of, and of having his salvation. And so the, the verse is, he will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. And so it's basically, uh, you know, t- these two, uh, two verses, he will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. They kind of mean the same thing. They kind of mean the Lord will not always uh, kind of be angry at you or upset towards you because of your sin. Uh, and, you know, this this sounds kind of unappealing, <laughs> kind of sounds almost kind of scary in some ways. And, and I think a lot of times people do have this idea of an angry God who is sitting up there scowling at us, um, ready to drop a hammer on us. And, uh, and, and that's not exactly what it means. And, I, and I'll explain. I understand this verse, and I understand um, God's anger with our sin a lot better as a parent. Um, than I did before I had kids. And I'll, I'll just start out with a story. Growing up, I knew someone, and her her mom just basically let her do whatever she wanted. Um, her mom gave her a credit card, and they didn't ever have dinner together. But, you know, she got to go, and she'd go drive to whatever restaurant she wanted. She'd eat out every night. Um, she would, uh, you know, go. She had no curfew. She'd go wherever she wanted. And in some ways, you know, as teenagers, we thought, man, that is really cool. Like, that is awesome. But I think in our sober moments, we all kind of knew uh, that, you know, that, that her mom was really not a very good parent. And I don't mean to judge her, but uh, it's not good parenting to let, it, to let your child uh, just roam and do whatever they want all the time, have no discipline, no structure, no boundaries or anything at all. And so, you know, one of the benefits of being a Christian is when you become a Christian, you are adopted as a child of God. God becomes your perfect parent. And so we all know that good parents correct their kids. Good parents rebuke their children. So when it says God will not always chide, to chide means to scold or to rebuke, to discipline. Um, and then, and so, you know, basically God as a father is a good parent. Um, when we sin, he corrects us. 
It says in, in Hebrews 12, 6, because the Lord disciplines those he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. So because he accepts, uh, accepts you as a, as a son or as a daughter, um, he's going to discipline you because he's a, he's a perfect parent. He's a great parent. And then, you know, it talks about how nor will the Lord, um, nor will the Lord keep his anger forever. Like with my own children, uh, their sin makes me angry. And it's not because I feel personally offended. It's not because I dislike them. It is because their sin hurts them. Their sin uh, inflicts pain and difficulty on them. And I, it makes me angry, not because they've offended me. It, it makes me angry because I do not want them to self-destruct. And so, uh, you know, a comfort here is that the Lord uh, is your perfect parent. And your sin does upset him, not because he's, he's you know, disgusted with you or anything at all, because he loves you. And he does not want you to self-destruct. Sin naturally hurts us. It hurts us, it hurts other people, it hurts our relationship with God. It's naturally, all sin is naturally destructive. The wages of sin are death. That's Romans 5. And so, um, and so take heart that um, the Lord is not an angry God who's looking to drop a hammer on you, but he is a God who is negatively affected by your sin and who is upset by your sin because he loves you. And when God disciplines you, not punishes, but when he disciplines you, um, it is because he wants to lead you uh, towards himself. He wants to lead you to life and to joy and to hope and to peace, um, which is found by walking in his ways. And that only comes by knowing him as a father and living in relationship with him. Hope this was helpful. I hope you have a great day. God is strong enough to raise me from the grave.